So thankful to be with you for a very special and urgent episode of the program Watch Therefore. The title of today's message, The Curse of the Abraham Covenant, Today's News. If there was ever a program where we should be very happy about the rapture, our Savior Jesus coming for us to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us, certainly it is today's program. Would you join me? In a word of prayer, O oh, Father in heaven, holy, holy, holy is your name. Please bless our special time together. Thank you, Father. Bless every viewer watching today. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Folks, please stay with me to the end of this program, and you will understand what the Lord our God, our Savior Jesus, is doing right now, all around us today, more than ever. As I've said on many different programs before, our Lord Jesus operates by covenant and prophecy. In simple terms, His covenants are His promises to His people and through His people. Bible prophecy is a primary way He keeps those covenant promises. Now, I've taught many times on the Abraham covenant. There are seven promises. Yes, we're going to see three of them right now, and it's important to understand these promises. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That seventh one, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. As time would go by and the prophetic word and times would continue, we see that this would develop into what is known today as the predominantly Gentile church. The church. That's the seventh promise, right? And so let's look at this. I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And remember that these covenant promises were handed down from Abraham, to Isaac, and from Isaac then to Jacob, and the Lord changed Jacob's name to Israel. And all of these promises, all seven of them, are kept and fulfilled by our Savior Jesus. Now that curse of the Abraham covenant has been operational along with a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. That curse has been operational since Israel was a people and a nation with land boundaries that we see in Genesis chapter 15, very specific land boundaries that will be fully realized when our Savior Jesus returns to Jerusalem. So think of this. In the book of Exodus, the children of Israel were in bondage in Egypt. The Lord promises to kill the firstborn across Egypt. For what reason? We see it in Exodus chapter 4. Then you shall say to Pharaoh, the Lord's talking to Moses, then you shall say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So I say to you, let my son go, that he may serve me. But if you refuse to let him go, indeed, I will kill your son, 
your firstborn. The Lord sees Israel as his firstborn son. Yes, and, and he would kill the firstborn across Egypt. Why? Because of the curse of the Abraham covenant. Folks, I'm setting all this up. Stay with me. And when we, by the time we get to the end of this program, you're going to see how relevant this is for the whole world right now and what's about to happen in the whole world because of this curse of the Abraham covenant. You see, Pharaoh had been throwing Israeli baby boys in the Nile River to drown them, right? Well, what happened to his army? They were drowned in the Red Sea. And later on, in the book of Daniel, we see Daniel's accusers having him thrown into a lion's den. Did the lions eat Daniel? No. No, they ate his accusers and their families. Haman, wicked Haman, built a gallows for Mordecai the Jew. Did Mordecai the Jew go to those uh, gallows? No, Haman did, and his ten sons. So truly, our Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is keeping that Abraham covenant promise today to curse those who curse Israel. And we've seen in prior programs that I've done, not long from now, through Psalm 83, Isaiah 17:1, Obadiah, Zephaniah 2, that the big lie called Palestine, Gaza, is in these passages. The big lie called Palestine and the curse of that Abraham covenant are colliding and will shake the whole earth as Israel decimates Islam. And, and then the Antichrist, likely through a false peace agreement between the nations of the world and Israel, will head up his beast Babylonian Empire. We see that in Daniel 9.27, in Revelation 13, and other places in the Bible. And a series of biblical wars will have Israel and its destruction at the center. And so the Psalm 83 war I mentioned earlier, the Ezekiel 38 war, and others that will culminate through, uh, through the end of the tribulation, there will be wars. Yes, that will culminate with the Armageddon War of Revelation and will bring all the armies of the world to try to destroy Israel and kill the remnant of Jews who survived the tribulation. And, and, and specifically, Zechariah 14, which I'll look at in a minute with you, speaks of the Antichrist armies, the world's armies coming in to kill the remnant of Jews in Jerusalem. Yes, the, the new anti-Israel general will be the leader of this beast system, the Antichrist I mentioned a moment ago. Yes? And so, do you know why the world's armies will come into Jerusalem, these Antichrist armies, to try to kill this final remnant of the Jews surviving the tribulation? Do you know why? Adonai Savaot, the Lord of hosts in English, the Lord of the armies of heaven, Jesus Christ. He's directing all these wars. Look at Zechariah chapter 14. Behold, the day of the Lord is coming, and your spoil will be divided in your midst. For I, the Lord, for I will gather all the nations to battle against Jerusalem. The city shall be taken, the houses rifled, and the women ravished. 
Half the city shall go into captivity, but the remnant of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a very large valley. Half the mountain shall move toward the north and half of it toward the south. And then later on uh, in Zechariah 14, beginning of verse 12, and this shall be the plague with which the Lord will strike all the people who fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall dissolve while they stand on their feet. Their eyes shall dissolve in their sockets and their tongues shall dissolve in their mouths. Unredeemed wicked men under the curse of the Abraham covenant will melt when confronted with the glory of our risen Savior returning to fight for Israel. Folks, folks, I teach about the signs of these times often on this program. The four birth pangs that are increasingly shaking the world we live in right now. The days of Noah and Lot that we're in right now. And Israel and Bible prophecy right now. Look at our Savior's words in Matthew 24. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And Joel 1, 7 and other places in the Bible, the Lord calls Israel his fig tree. And Israel took back its covenant name and became a, became a nation against all odds, according to the word of God in Isaiah 66, in one day, May 14, 1948. And the world has been shaking increasingly under these birth pangs and prophetic scenarios ever since then. Folks, this war we're watching in Israel with Gaza is either the Psalm 83 war or what will develop into it. We're at the edge of of the time the Bible calls Jacob's trouble. Also, and that's in Jeremiah 30, verse 7. Also, the tribulation, the day of the Lord, all throughout Scripture. Yes, here's what our Savior said about it in Matthew 24. For then there will be great tribulation, such as not been since the beginning of the world, world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. The whole world, folks, is about to shake and burn. And you might ask, what does this have to do with the Genesis 12:3 curse of the Abraham covenant? Well, I'll answer that after this break. And listen, in this break, there's important things you're going to hear. And, and then I'll answer that question. And you're going to see how relevant this is. Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, for you who are watching today and for the whole world. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. There are important things I want to share with you on this break, but before doing so, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all who have been partnering with Watch Therefore, our television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Oh, truly, the Lord has raised you up for such a time as this. And folks, we if you squint just a little, you can see the finish line. King Jesus is coming for us. Let's continue to partner together with this Watch Therefore message. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, 
our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. What's the answer? They'll watch therefore message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. Regarding this very serious time in Israel, the war in Gaza and missiles flying in from Lebanon, know this, we have Israeli believing partners in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, fighting in Gaza right now and on the front lines in the north and all across Israel, comforting and blessing Israelis. Would you more than ever prayerfully consider financially helping us and partnering with us through blessing Israeli believers. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who wanna sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers, and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so, this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant. 
who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant. When our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore, an urgent episode titled, The Curse of the Abraham Covenant, Today's News. And there's very good news for we who are disciples in Messiah Jesus. So the world is at the doorstep of the seven-year tribulation that involves biblical wars against Israel, culminating with the world's armies coming against Jerusalem. Billions are about to perish in the seven-year tribulation. Listen to the Apostle Peter, 2 Peter 3. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. It's important to remember that the last time the Lord judged the entire earth was with the flood of Noah's day. But the coming global judgment will be that of fire, and the Lord will burn the earth. And so in Genesis 12:3, we've seen that the Lord says, I will curse those who curse you, speaking to Abraham, and that covenant passed to Isaac, to Jacob, and then the Lord changing Jacob's name to Israel. So having said that, look at a primary reason for the coming tribulation judgments that we've seen. Look with me at 1 Chronicles chapter 16. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember His covenant forever. The word which He commanded for a thousand generations. The covenant which He made with Abraham and His oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute to Israel for what? An everlasting covenant, saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as the allotment of your inheritance when you are few in number, indeed very few and strangers in it. What does our Lord, the Word of God, the Bible, call the everlasting covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Israel? He calls it the everlasting covenant. And in Isaiah 24, here is a tribulation passage warning most of the world's population will perish under the wrath of the Lord in that tribulation. And why will they perish? And how will they perish? Just like we saw in 2 Peter, they'll be burned. Why? Why? Let's look at Isaiah 24. The earth mourns and fades away. The world languishes and fades away. The haughty people of the earth languish. The earth is also defiled under its inhabitants because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, the curse has devoured the earth, and those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men are are left. Folks, see here that the earth's inhabitants are about to be burned 
for breaking the everlasting covenant. And so the curse of that everlasting Abraham covenant is going to devour and burn the earth. Think about that. You see, right now, the curse of the Abraham covenant is blanketing the earth. Right now, right in front of us. The whole world is being set up for this time right in front of us. This Gaza war is or will develop into the Psalm 83, Zephaniah 2, Obadiah wars. We see it in Isaiah 17 also. Gaza is mentioned in most of these passages. With Lebanon, where Hezbollah is right now firing rockets into Israel, and that's where the bigger war is going to take place. Uh, right now, this Gaza war is a skirmish compared to what's going to happen. Uh, is, uh, Hezbollah has 150,000 rockets pointed at Israel right now, and they're, they're, they're just volleying today. Yet, as this develops, this war is going to not only shake the Middle East, but you see, today we're watching the Israel and Jew hatred all over the world as the Lord has, as Israel has been cursed by the nations, pushing Israel to sit under Islamic terrorism. The Lord now has sent Islamic terrorism all around the world. You see it all across Europe, here in America. And when this war breaks loose, it's going to be a war in our own backyards all around the world. Yes, today we're watching Israel and Jew hatred, which is Israel in Bible prophecy. So what does this mean for we who are born-again followers of our Messiah Jesus? First, here's some good news. Hallelujah. Where's the love, brother? How about some good news? Here you go. The blessing of that Abraham covenant is with us right now as well. And, and we are in the modern days of Noah and Lot, our Savior Jesus spoke of. Yes, the, it, the whole world has gone crazy like they did in Noah and Lot's day. And today, like never before, uh, in, in the nations of the world, marching through major cities is a global homosexual movement. And what are they marching under? What symbol? The rainbow flag, the sign of the covenant with Noah, as it was in the days of Noah and Lot so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man. Yes? And so, why is that important with regard to the blessing of the Abraham covenant? Because Noah, in the midst of that wrath bearing down on him and his family, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And today, that grace involves all bless those who bless you. We can bless Israel. We can support Israel. That's why we have a ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. You can participate in it and be part of this uh, Genesis 12, 3 good news. I'll bless those who bless you. While so many are being cursed today, we can be blessed. Hallelujah. Secondly, and very important, we know the rapture could not only happen any moment, it must happen soon. So what should we do? What did he tell us? Our Savior Jesus, our risen soon coming King in Luke 21. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. 
Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. I've said it on this program before. My wife and I pray that prayer every night before we go to sleep. Oh, Lord Jesus, we're watching. We're ready. Uh, should you come in our sleep, oh, please count us worthy to escape these things that are coming to pass, to stand before you, Son of Man, Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. Yes? And, and don't let the cares of this life and, and the, the things all around us to distract us keep you from watching for our Savior Jesus to come for us and to be ready. Hallelujah. Watch therefore and pray always. Watch therefore and be ready. Today, is there somebody watching and you need to be saved? You're not forgiven for your sins yet. You're not going to go with us in the rapture. You're going to stay under that curse of the Abraham covenant. You're going to be in, that, in this world that's going to be burned up and you'll be burned up with it and then go to hell in the lake of fire. But you don't have to. I've got some good news. God loves you. Our Father in heaven loves you. He sent His only begotten Son to live a sinless life. Yes, to die on the cross for your and my sins. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life today. You can believe in Him in such a way you will be forgiven for all your sins. And you'll be guaranteed a home in heaven. What do you need to do? Repent. Begin in your heart to be very sorry for your sins against God. Lying, stealing, uh, uh, lust, adultery, uh, and much more. We've all sinned. You're like the rest of us, a sinner that needs to be saved by Jesus, the Lord. He loves you. And he died on the cross to pay for your sins. The innocent died to pay for the sins of the guilty. He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. He wants to save you now. He wants to forgive you. Repent of your sins. Begin to turn away from them, at least in your heart. And of course, if you're truly turning away from them, you'll get the sins out of your life that he shows you. Yes? And receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you commit to follow him with your life. Hallelujah. And if you're doing that now, oh, Jesus, Lord, forgive me and save me. I want to be born again. I want to have this new life that you have for those who follow you. I want to be blessed. I don't want to be cursed. Yes, if you're doing that now, we have a free brochure we want to send to you. Please contact us and let us know. You see the contact information there. This brochure is called How to Begin My New Life in Christ. We want to get it to you right away. Oh, Father in heaven, bless everyone who's watching with your grace. Meet them where they are and bring them forward in you, Lord Jesus. Bless them and raise them up, Lord Jesus, please. Amen. Help us to be ready, Lord Jesus, when you come for us. Amen and hallelujah and hallelujah. Listen, folks, these are not times to tinker with. What do you need to do? Watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Thank you.